0: Welcome to the Getting to Clarity Podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast, where busy women leaders come and get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success with less sacrifice in their leadership and life. Today, appropriately for this time of year, we are talking about busyness and how busyness is a trap, and it's holding you back. So busyness, which can be a real high in the short term, is actually working against us in the long term because busyness blurs the lines of work and home, and it throws any boundaries that we may have, however strong or weak, right out the window. Busyness steals our joy because we focus on how much we have to do, and our internal competitive drive goes into overdrive, right? to get the most done every single day. It's almost like we gamify getting as much done as we can. And the thing is that this mindset, this busyness mindset, if left unchecked, will evaporate any sense of purpose that you may have about your work, about your life that you live, because you can't allow yourself the time to focus on it or enjoy it because it's always about getting things done. Busyness can leave you stressed out, burned out, and completely overwhelmed. And you may be in that camp or approaching that camp, especially this time of year. And if you consider busyness a badge of honor, and I know there are some of you out there who are like that, I was one of those people. I can still fall into that trap sometimes that it is um, some sort of award that I give myself for getting so much done then you might be creating a busy but meager existence because there's no room or time for anything that means anything to you. Uh, it kind of sucks the joy out. Busyness is a perpetual state of existence. So, you know, it's, it's not occasionally, but if, if this is like your banner, if this is the flag that you wave and it's a perpetual state of existence, of always having a great deal to do, then that can be a problem. You become more of what you're doing and less about who you are, which is the trap. Do you know what means the most to you about the work that you do, about the meaning in the work that you do, and hopefully there is meaning in the work that you do, or what's most important to you in your life outside of work? You know, all work, no play makes Jack or Jill a dull boy or girl. So what is most important to you? I want you to think about what that is. Is it a philanthropy cause, something that you give your time and talents to? Is it your your spouse, your significant other, your partner? Is it your children? Is it your parents, family? What is it that means the most to you? I want you to think about it. I want you to state it to yourself and I want you to claim it. And then the next thing I want you to do is take a peek at your calendar and your checkbook to see if that is what you're living because they will tell the tale of what it is that you value most and you know where you've been putting your time and your energy. So let me ask you, when it comes to busyness, here are some things that may trigger if you are a person who is a busy person, and I mean a perpetually busy person, someone who prides themselves on being busy. Are you someone who needs to do everything yourself? Can't hand it off to anyone else. You've got to prepare all of the dinners, take care of all of the events, got to be at all of your kids' um, functions and taking care of things for them in addition to working full-time. Are you um, volunteering because you think it's going to help you be more successful and more beyond that? Is that you? Are you someone who does things even though you don't want to do them because you know you should do them because it makes you a better mom or better employee or better leader or will make you more successful but you're doing them even though you don't want to? You could be a perpetually busy person. You could be in that trap. Are you someone who maps out each day with the precision of a wartime general? If that's you, you might be labeling yourself as a busy person. Are you a person who gets great satisfaction from getting a lot done, like a source of pride? You're beaming at the end of the day of how many things that you got done. Now, these are all great, uh, but moving forward in your leadership and life, if you really want to create something more um, beyond where you are now, it requires focused action and busy action is oftentimes focused on everything now if you want to get ahead you can't do everything you have to do the right things and that would require you to have mapped out and thought about what you need to do to achieve what it is that you want to achieve whether that's something to get ahead at work or it's some sort of refocus personally like putting your health first people start thinking about health this time of year So instead of creating a list and adding to the list just so you can cross it off, I see you because I've been you, right? You write something down just so you have the satisfaction of crossing it off. It's thinking about what really needs to be on the list first. That's the right things to put on the list and focus on that. So again, what is most important to you as a person? You know, are there focusing on no more than three areas or three things because then it gets overwhelming. So if career is a focus, great. What else besides career is a focus? And are you bringing those in and how do they rank in order of importance? So if you have career and you have family and you have health and fitness on your list, which one is the most important to you? And whatever that is, Make sure that it's showing up in a significant way in your calendar and in your checkbook. So here are three strategies to help you keep the main thing or main things, well, the main thing. The first of which is to schedule it. Schedule the things that matter to you most and schedule them first. Make sure that they go on the calendar first and then you schedule the other things around them. So if it's you wanting to make your child's basketball game or you're looking to get in a daily walk, schedule those in your calendar first and then build around it from there. The second strategy is to protect it. Think long and hard about anything that bumps up against those priorities that you've scheduled. You know, instead of saying yes automatically to something that will take it off the calendar, offer another option. So you're not saying no, you're just presenting another option that honors your commitment to you and what's important to you. So for instance, if you've got it on your calendar every day um, to have a walk at 7am before you go into work, or you're going to do a workout because you're really prioritizing your health and fitness, you know that you've been so busy, you've been letting it go, you're just starting to feel it. Your clothes are fitting differently. Your numbers are creeping up in your physical. And it's like, okay, something's got to give and I'm putting my health first. You schedule your walk or your workout every morning at 7. And then all of a sudden, a team member wants to have a committee meeting starting every day at 8 a.m. And is asking for that time on your calendar. What I'm suggesting to you is present another option. Can we do it at 8.30? Can we do it at 11? Can we do it at 1230? Can we do it after work um, instead of before work? So presenting an option to make sure that you're not wiping your commitment off of the calendar to yourself automatically. And, you know, if it can't work that way, okay, that's beyond your control. Cut yourself some slack. When are you going to reschedule your time for you? Then you've got to find another uh, time on the calendar. So instead of just automatically taking it off, You're not allowed to cancel it. You have to reschedule it. Okay. So first is to schedule it. Second is to protect it. The third strategy is to enjoy it. So whatever it is that you're doing that's important to you, it's important for a reason. You had a reason to put it on your calendar and say, this is what I'm claiming for myself. Otherwise you wouldn't have labeled it that way. So it's a waste of your energy to feel guilty about where you're At and what you're doing, and piling the shoulds on yourself. Well, I should be doing this. Mm -mm. No, you deserve this. So enjoy where you are, enjoy what it is that you're doing, because you can go back to the other stuff later. It's just kind of like moving water around in a cup, something always flows back in to fill it up. So remember. You get to say what's important to you. You also get to make choices that move you in a direction that's important to you or not. You have the choice here. So don't let the distraction of the busyness fuel your leadership or your life. It's just a lot of hot air and it won't sustain you for very long. Choose what matters because that's what you deserve. Be well and here's wishing you the clarity and the choices that you deserve And if you'd like to know the answers to your next steps, your next level, or even your next chapter in your career, then I've got a present for you. Get the free 5-Day Career Clarity Workbook that guides you to the right answers for you about what's next. You can go to 5daycareerclarityworkbook.com That is www.5daycareerclarityworkbook.com to get your very own copy and start getting the clarity that you deserve, creating more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life. Take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity Podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.